Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the, the ghouls, ghouls Next Door. Yeah. Dude. That is us. Yeah, talking about spooky stuff sometimes, slash every day, since we're going to have all the episodes. Yes. All of them. Listen to us. Hey. That's good. <laughs> so this is uh, so this is the Ghouls Next Door horror comedy podcast where we talk facts, feelings, and films about the horror genre. On this episode, we're going to talk about cryptids. Yeah. So in our our live show, uh, we talked about urban legends, mm-hmm. and we a did. lot of people had opinions where they thought urban legends were cryptids, and that's not true because they're cryptids. <laughs> Great explanation. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. They were Tell wrong. Me more. So we decided to, to fix that and we schooled them and we <sighs> told them what real urban legends are. So definitely check out that episode, which is number 19. I'm pretty sure. And uh, you can hear about urban legends, but this time, if you're tuning in, you can hear about cryptids. So, cryptids, what is that? It's a good question. Yes. Cryptids are uh, an animal whose existence or survival to the present day is disputed or unsubstantiated. Any animal of interest who is cryptozoologist. Yeah. So if it's just a questionable creature. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm not sure that thing exists. Here are all the stories I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. Scary and not scary. Mermaids. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, etc. There's like, so for me... Growing up, I've always been really interested in, like, mythical things and creatures and mm-hmm. lore. So cryptids are definitely my favorite thing or one of my favorite things. Um, one story that I had was, it's not exactly a cryptid, but it has that same thing of, like, a creature that can hurt you. But it mm-hmm. was specific to my family, and it was derived from just kind of, like, a term. So, like, when we would go camping, they would always say they're going snipe hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh and they describe the snipe as this like monster that would get you if you're bad when you're camping <laughs> fun you know great things to tell your kids <laughs> yeah and so like they would um one time when we were camping they uh tortured us children and that we were all in the same tent we were in this big tent and then one of my cousins was on the outside and then he started scratching at the tent mm-hmm, like correct. there was a monster yep. out there and then we all freaked out because that's what my family's like the <laughs> the term uh going on a snipe hunt though is supposed to suggest like a fool's errand because snipes are really really tiny birds mm-hmm. <laughs> so not big scary monsters at all. yeah no, no, no. um that are essentially like uh impossible to catch Mm-hmm. So it's like much like a cryptid who is not sure to be caught. Yes, exactly. Yes, you don't even know it's real. <laughs> yeah, um, but I yeah I've always liked cryptids. I always thought they were cool, especially like growing up watching Supernatural. That was one of my favorite things. <laughs> was um, just like all the different monsters that would pop up, kind yeah. of like X Files would do. Um, but Supernatural just was more fun, um, and I just really liked exploring the lore in that universe. Um, and then specifically, it's not exactly horror, but um, recently I started reading Lumberjanes, which is a comic book, and mm, it's like yes. you know a bunch of Girl Scouts some ghoul scouts who are looking at mythical creatures and and addressing them and fun not i don't feel like they attack them they're just like that's a thing that's real hey look at it Mm -hmm. point at it and look (laughs) it's real 
Yeah, and then they yeah. just like kick ass as like young children. Yeah, kick badass girls. Ass taking names. Yep. Yeah, as you do. Um, my experience with cryptids was always like in like hokey TV shows, like making them look stupid. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I vivid. Well, it's actually like probably a newer episode of Futurama where they have the bone eater, which is like oh, yeah. this egg that he finds and he raises it as if it's own, his own child, and then he finds out it's a bone eater, and he's like, "He wouldn't hurt you guys." And then they take him to this place, and he's eating all the sheep bones, kind of like a chupacabra would. Yeah, uh, you know, very similar, not very out there hyper creative but you know yeah. just taking upon what already exists and i remember there being like i don't know if it was jackie chan adventures or what but like it was one of those shows i watched when i was younger and there's definitely a big episode around the chupacabra where like there it was really i think it was jackie chan adventures because i think it was one of like the demon stones or whatever the heck mm-hmm. so that was fun but i never like had an actual real one it was always like, haha, look at the funny show I watched. It's a cartoon talking about stuff that's definitely not real because cartoons aren't real. So you didn't so, believe in any no. cryptids? No. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you thought well and hard about it. Well, I mean, like Loch Ness, whatever. I feel like anything in the ocean or like water bodies, mm-hmm. we don't know what the hell's down there. So those probably exist, but yeah, on land ones, I mean. You don't believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's probably like a hairy man who's walking all around just trying to mind his own business and everyone keeps bothering him. Yeah. That's what I think Bigfoot Well, there's is. like, yeah, like in Ripley's, there's that really hairy man. There's, there's like a thing that, that exists. That there are blue people. Diseases. It's just like genetic strains that like go off the regular. Yep. And and people just look different. And then they're just like, I just exist. It's not my fault. Just leave me alone. I'm just trying to take really big steps. In Everyone's the woods. really mean to me. I'm just going to go live in the woods where there's no one there, so they can't be mean. <laughs> take Let Bigfoot be. It's like one of my favorite Mitch He's Hedberg. Just a victim of bullying. Like, Coates was like, when he was oh, like, yeah. what if Bigfoot's just a blurry monster? <laughs> like, they're just trying to get it, and he's just blurry. Yeah, you <laughs> so can't help the cameras. He's, just, he's just a blurry guy. My favorite monster in Supernatural to this day is the Rougarou, and will always be my favorite. We're not going to talk about that today, because we have other ones to talk about, but... I don't know what you it's said. It's a good one. But I will say what I'm finding, and what we're going to explore, is that it... Tends to be a lot about like, like don't eat other people. Yeah, cannibalism is bad. Did mm-hmm. you know? Did you know? Don't do it. Cannibalism's don't bad, don't eat man. Other people, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say some words about the Jersey Devil. Okay, I'm going to listen to them. Apparently, there's a video that exists called Popular Cryptids. And number eight is the Jersey Devil. And the reason we're talking about the Jersey Devil is because, guess what? We live near there. Yeah. Jersey is a place where I lived for a few years. So the fact that there's a thing there that's messing stuff up, that's, like, rude. So I think the Jersey Devil is you. Um, I, don't, I mean, from what I've read... 
He murders a lot of livestock, and I'm not trying to kill cows and stuff. I'm That's like true. a fan. I'm allergic to them, so like I would just try to like avoid them altogether. Yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially, he's located in New Jersey, or he or she or whatever is located it, in them. Them, they the Jersey Devil good. is located in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the story stemming from sightings of life, livestock killings in the early 1820s, which is super long ago. Uh, and then the Jersey Devil fever really took off in 1909 when uh, a one week in January produced hundreds of supposed sightings of the devil across the entire state of New Jersey. So apparently it's gigantic and it's just sprinting across New Jersey murdering things. <laughs> yeah. uh, terrifying, obviously. I mean, I can understand why they'd be upset. Um, so essentially the coverage led to widespread panic and the schools were closed. So they don't even close for heat. But they closed for the Jersey Devil. Um, <laughs> That's great. And workers were advised to stay home. Uh, you know. Because the Jersey Devil is out there. Yeah. That's funny. Can he come to Philly? Can the he Philly come Devil? Out? No, he would get his butt kicked. Oh, that's true. We're kind of angry We here. don't have those. Yeah, no, we, we nipped that in the butt. Uh, <laughs> so the Jersey, Jersey Devil is said to have bat-like wings, which is terrifying. Yes. A horse's head, long claws, <laughs> and a draconic appearance, while others described it as a kangaroo with wings. Yeah, well, all of those sound awful. Yeah, you know, that's apparently one of the things that was set up as a hoax, too. It was a kangaroo with wings? Yeah, a kangaroo with wings, which I don't really know how they did that. I feel like it's some human centipede rudeness <laughs> happening all around there. But um, it was said to attack trolley cars and social clubs, which is okay, uh, with the police firing on the supposed monster with little to no effect. So they're shooting bullets at it, and it's like, I'm fine, whatever. Jersey, what's up? <laughs> We're the worst. Everyone knows. Uh, with the bulk of the activity happening in the 20th century, the early 20th century, so like eight, late 1800s to early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's very little, I would like to see any, photographic or physical evidence of its existence. But that doesn't stop people from talking about it, as we know from all the other cryptids that exist, where it's like, you don't really have that much evidence that this stuff is real but you know people talk and stories and culture and spreading yeah. info around but they're saying that he lives or it lives in the jersey pine barrens oh i've been there i have i've camped in that there at? well yeah that's where I he's don't... at so like what were you doing you could have gotten just hanging eaten. out you, you could have gotten eaten so i didn't well you could have i'm alive all i'm saying is you could have yeah well because he's there i'm always could have but um, another terrifying creature in American folklore is the Goat Man. It's a really <laughs> scary name, um, as you can tell. Uh, appearing in a number of different urban legends, the Goat Man is usually some kind of goat-human hybrid, if you didn't get from, like, Goat Man. Yeah. That he could be a goat I thought hybrid. it was a kangaroo bat again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how they do. Um, it's apparently from Maryland. Uh, and basically was known for attacking cars with an axe. So it's just Pan? It's just a man with an axe who maybe looks like a little scruffy like a goat and is attacking cars with an axe. But they call him Goat Man. So he's just a fawn. This is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, popularized he's... in 1971. So this is like semi-recent. It's Aww, Phil girls. from Hercules. Yeah, you know. That's what's happening. Oh, But it got popular when the death of a dog was blamed on Goat Man. Don't kill dogs. Why would you do that, goat man? My cryptid would eat your cryptid. Yeah, go ahead. 
You're loud. <laughs> well, my cryptid I was going to talk about, um, importantly, was Chupacabra because, yeah. That's the one I always hear about. Flash is also transformed into other things. Yeah. Well, for pop culture. What was your funny thing about Bigfoot? Uh, well, there's a town in, I think, North Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. North Carolina. Um, that made their, like, town or animal Bigfoot. That's good. And they're, like, convinced that he lives there. So, Are like, they hey, nice come here. I think so. I mean, it seems like they had a whole day honoring him. No. But essentially, there's somewhere in New York that made a Sasquatch yeah. their mascot. Uh-huh. Um, so they made Bigfoot their, mm-hmm. you know, city animal, which is interesting. And yeah, they're having this big day. And they're basically like, if you come down here, he's here. Come hang out. And the mayor even was like, oh, I've never seen him. But but he's he's, real. he's here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I've never been to South Carolina. Or North Carolina. I'm pretty sure it's the North one. Whatever. I've never been. I don't know. Maybe they have them there. I feel like South Carolina is too warm for a furry creature like that. Well, apparently it's hanging out in the woods up there, so. All right. Well, that's cute. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the fluff news. Yeah. He's also like the nicest of the cryptids. Yeah, he's not doing anything bad. He's like super chill. And like Nessie. She's pretty cool. Hanging out in just some water. Making cool shapes. Well, so, Chupacabra. Uh, why the Chupacabra would destroy Goatman is in the fact that its name is literally Goat Sucker. Yeah. Goat Sucker. I didn't get your joke at first. Now I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, so, uh, we watched the episode of X-Files, mm-hmm. and they, <laughs> the, like, opening is, like, that this woman named Maria gets, like, destroyed, and I was like, you're a Goat Sucker, not a Maria Sucker. <laughs> you're a Chupacabra, not a Chupa Maria. Yeah. Sounds like a weird Taco Bell sandwich. <laughs> it does sound like that. So, if you didn't know... Cabra is goat. Yeah, and they suck them. Uh, So this vampiric creature drains goats and chickens of all their blood, leaving them otherwise intact. Um, It has been reported that they feature, like, two big, like, bite marks, like a vampire. Mm. Um, And they are completely extanguinated. Exsanguinated. I don't know the technical word. I can't ever say it. That means drained of their blood. Oh, yes. Completely drained of their blood. As that happens. Mm -hmm. If anyone knows how to pronounce that word, send me a video about it. Just like Uh, with your mouth saying it. Gabe loves mouth noises. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason why I picked Chupacabra was because I'm a brown lady. And that's where these come from. Yeah. It's my people, my country. They come from Puerto Rico and other South American countries like Brazil. Um, And it was... Uh, the activity of the chupacabra can be found in newspapers dating back to the 1950s, according to How Stuff Works. Um, And it's just, like, been very prevalent in a lot of lore. Yeah, like I've most seen people it throughout know. pop culture, like a lot of shows reference the chupacabra, especially ones that have any sort of like Hispanic anything in it. Like even if it's offensive, like mm-hmm. they throw it in there. Yeah, it's, uh, the chupacabra's there. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've, that's the one I've heard the most about out of all of them, other than like Bigfoot or Nessie. Like, 
the chupacabra is like always mentioned. Yeah, and the chupacabra is such a thing with like Hispanic like culture in that it's like that's the boogeyman for those cultures. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're not good, like the chupacabra is going to come. There's also a few other ones um, that I'm not entirely familiar with because I've never been to Puerto Rico. But uh, that's kind of just like the way that it, because like a lot of these monsters are like, oh, don't go in the woods, whatever. But these are like those like, if you're bad, like they chupacabra is going to come for you. And even they steal your blood. Explicitly and all the goats. blood of your goats. Yeah, and that's fucked. It's See, just rude. Yeah. See, I would be like, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those like teaching empathy things mm-hmm. where it's like, you don't get punished. Your favorite goat does. It's Aww. just like, oh no, <laughs> not Jeremy, which is what my goat's <laughs> name is now. Jer- don't steal Jeremy's blood. I promise I'll eat my dinner. Broccoli so will be, be eaten. Don't hurt Jeremy. It's such a rude monster to like take your like livelihood. Like this is where how I make money and how I survive. And you stole him from me. Yeah. All of them. So rude. The trolls do it too. Trolls do it. Trolls do it. <laughs> Even chupacabras do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's drain their blood. It's great. That's every. You can't have. It's That's not our theme song. Ghouls, you can't have enough theme songs. You can't have a ghouls next door episode without a weird parody of a song. Yeah. To a spooky thing. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. I just feel like that's our everyday, though. It doesn't have to be spooky. I think we do that at least once a day, every that's single day. That's super true. Where I'm like, this thing that we're talking about, we're singing about it now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what I wanted to talk about as well was, um, like, selkies and mermaids. Oh, yes. yes so yes. selkies are sea human creatures, usually mm-hmm. in, like, Irish folklore, um, that, like, like sirens and mermaids will, like, lure lovers to see and then, like, drown them and eat them. Um, it's great, yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing is, like, most people are like, mermaids are beautiful and lovely. And no, they're terrifying. Mermaid. They're terrifying. They have, like, razor-sharp teeth, and they kill you. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. Rude. I, yeah, I don't understand. Like, if you're really thinking about it, mm-hmm. a mermaid would not be cute. Nope. It would be a scary sea creature that has, like, human-like features, sure, but it's still a fish person. Yeah. And, like, with teeth and crap that could, like, murder you a bunch. Why are you about that? Yeah. Totally makes sense. And it's, like, my favorite rendition of the mermaids is in um, Peter Pan. Mm, yeah. Because they're scary. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, finally. But <laughs> specifically with the Selkies was I had this weird thing where in high school I had this really weird teacher. I don't know if she'd listen to us, but... She was weird. <laughs> she has to know she's weird. But she made us... One, she made us watch Cats, the musical. And no, that has nothing to do with learning. I loved it. <laughs> I'll never get those hours back, but it was fine. And then she also made us watch this movie about a selkie. Yeah. And it was, like, emotional and, like, sad because she, like, was... She didn't know she was a selkie, and then she was. She had to go back to the water or something. But it was super weird. Wait, what? Yeah. What is it? What is Selkie? Selkie. That's the half seal woman. I'm How do you not know you're a half girl. seal woman? Because she was like a person. How is she? And then when you go in the now? water, that's when they turn. 
Oh, like that. There's an, like a show about mermaids, or I guess selkies. I don't know. Um, where like their whole thing is they have to go into the water to get their fins mm. and stuff. But then yeah. when they're not in the water, they go back to human. Like that one where it was a kid and he was like 13 and then he was a merboy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. So like when he's in the water is when it happens. Exactly. Yeah. Or aquamarine. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of positive lot of like that. mermaid films that it's like you forget that they're doing. Or I just had this whole conversation because there's those like nightmare like horse horse people things that like lure you in the water and they take you down to the depths and drown you. You know what I'm talking about? That sounds awful. Yeah. Sirens? No. They're horses. How are they horses? Write in and tell me about what I'm thinking about because I can't remember the name. All of this sounds really scary. This is why I don't like the ocean. This is why my biggest fear is open water. It's because this stuff exists, I've decided. But it's also in the woods because you got, you got, <laughs> I mean, you got wendigos. Oh, yeah. Well, chupacabras. I, mean, I don't know why I'm less scared feet. of that. I don't know why. Trolls. I'm fine with all of those things. Don't put uh, me anywhere near water. That sounds awful. Krampus. They can come say hi to me. That's fine. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Totally, Cryptids are scary. Totally but also, I think, misunderstood. Because honestly, they're just... They're just animals. That's mm-hmm. why, like, I really... Like, and we're going to talk about trolls. Troll hunter. Yeah. But that I definitely want to talk about how it kind of made them into, like, kind of realistic. Yeah. Like, if they existed, like we were saying with Bigfoot, it's like, it's probably just a really big, hairy person. Yeah. And who's got, like, bullied a bunch now. Like, he's like, well, I hate everyone, so mm-hmm. I'm only safe if I live in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I think in Mr. Pickles, Bigfoot was a nice guy, too. Yeah. He yeah. was. He was in the mafia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot tends too. to be, like, a good guy. Yeah, he's not doing anything wrong. He's not, like, a scary thing. Like, I feel like no one ever tries to portray Bigfoot as a bad guy. Yeah. So well, he's just trying to hang out, you know? Yeah. He he's misunderstood. Well, even in, like, um, My Brother, My Brother, and Me's Adventure Zone, mm-hmm. they have, like, n- smaller versions now. Mm-hmm. Like, And they had a whole campaign where it was, like, mythical creatures and mm-hmm. one of them was like a bigfoot like mm. it was a whole race of big feet Ooh. people how fun it was pretty cool oh bigfoot can find love yeah and make more big in a feet. hopeless face hopeless place i said <laughs> face woods. the first time <laughs> you know oh this may or may not make it to the final cut but I heard that the reason why people believe in mermaids and selkies and stuff is because back in the day when people used to use boats and there was like all these men on ships for months at a time because women aren't allowed on ships because it's bad luck. So Mm. they'd be out there. So, well, they need to relieve themselves. So they used to have sex with manatees because they're like soft and would be the closest thing to like a person. So like it's very easy to just be like that like I hallucinated and it was a merwoman or it was a selkie, it was a beautiful sea creature that I had sex with, not just a poor defenseless animal that I raped. Jesus Christ. I learned that from the man show. It's upsetting, which is Jimmy Kimmel back in the day. That's upsetting. I'm sad that they did that to yeah, the manatees. Yeah, manatees are super sweet. They're just lovable, like, big sea teddy bears. Why would they have sex with them, then? That's mean. Just have sex with each other. Like, damn. Yeah. Homosexuality is not that bad. 
It's not bad. It's not Period. bad at all. I mean, I, you know what I meant? Like in this situation back then when it was like a thing yeah. where people go, just take that it. out. Let's <laughs> just replay it over. It's going to say, I'm going to rearrange it and we're going to be like, homosexuality is bad. <laughs> I hate homosexuality. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's going to be good. Don't use your editing <laughs> skills against me. <laughs> <laughs> the real cryptid was you all along. No. Did you wear that shirt on purpose? Huh? It says New Jersey on it. Oh no, it's just in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did that. It was great. <laughs> this is a film from 2010 directed by Andre. I'm going to pretend that I'm saying his name. Overdal. Overdal. Yeah. Overdal. He's Norwegian. So Over, Uvra, Uvredal. Uvredal. It's probably Overdal. Uh, so <laughs> Troll Hunter is a really great found footage film, and you know we love those. Uh, this one follows a group of students investigating a series of mysterious bear killings, but l- they learn that there are much more dangerous things going on. They start to follow a mysterious hunter, learning that he is actually a troll hunter. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool how that all happens. I really enjoy his character. Yeah. He's just kind of like this like gruff, like... I've seen some stuff, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. But also still him. kind of compassionate, too. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, he's just like, I've, I've lived. Yeah. I've, I've done awful things that I regret. Yeah. Because I have a soul. Yeah. That's who he is. He makes me think of him. like a game warden. That's mm-hmm. like, I understand that we have to maintain this wild, wildlife, mm-hmm. but also we're going to respect it. Yeah. Like, we're going to show it. Like, because it's like, these are ancient beings and they're dumb animals and they need to be cared for just as much as they need to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Both of those things. <laughs> um, so, Troll Hunter is really cool. It's a found footage film with these students who follow this guy around and you're almost immediately kind of thrown into the trolls. Mm-hmm. And then um, the rest is just like learning about trolls as if they're really real. Yeah. Which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, it wasn't like as hokey as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, like I was actually just like, "This is cool." I'm like kind of for this whole thing. This yeah. is entertaining. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't stupid. Like I expected it to be significantly more dumb. Yeah, like yeah, I heard me. what it was called, and I was like, "No, yeah, this is all like, no, we're not." Yeah. We're not going to learn a thing. Where it was cool. It was a good movie, I thought. Like, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Yes. I, um... Yeah. What? Also, like, why didn't they care their friend died? (laughs) Yeah, that's a problem. I feel like they were just like, all right, well, he was Christian, so (laughs) he should have told us that. It's okay that he's dead. They were upset because they blew up on that one guy and they were like, people are dying because of you, but they need to get the story out or it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like when I remember when I first watched it a long time ago, I was also surprised because I was like, this is going to be a silly horror movie or something, Mm -hmm. but it was pleasant. It was very like, I mean, there were scary parts. Yeah. It's like Blair Witch meets like a fairy tale. Um, But like... 
more awesome than that. Like, also, the trolls look really great. I love that they're all different. Yeah, like, they're goofy, but, like, not. Like, if you saw them in real life, you'd be scared. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I expected this to be more ridiculous looking. And, like, they're genuinely, like, they still hold their own as being kind of scary looking. Yeah. Like, if that was running towards me, I, yeah, I'd be upset. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. That sounds bad. And they're, like, really dumb, so you kind of feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. And I liked just this whole lore that was in there. And what's really interesting is that it's really um, good at referencing, like, Norwegian folktales in there. Mm-hmm. So, like, one, that there's different species of trolls. So they had, like, the mountain trolls. Mm-hmm. They had the ones that were, like, in a more wintry setting. They all have different names. They were cool. Um, that <laughs> trolls, uh, that trolls have a tail. That was a thing. And then he would like have them that some of them have multiple heads, mm-hmm. uh, that they can smell a Christian's blood, which was a big thing. Like fee, fi, fo, fo. I guess that's a giant. I don't really. That's a giant. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Either way, I'm safe though. Eating rocks, uh, loving meat and sometimes being man eaters if they're Christian. Um, yeah. And like. What I thought about with the trolls was Witcher. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, like, these are the kind of trolls that you're experiencing. Because they're, like, really dumb in Witcher, but really adorable. Where they're just like, oh, I just need some help. <laughs> and they just, like, repeat themselves over. And it's, like, this thin line of, like, befriending them. But if you, like, say the wrong thing or you do the wrong thing, then you're dead. Because they're powerful. So yeah. it's just, like tiptoe around them yeah which is a really great game for that yeah because witcher does a lot of like i just literally that's his whole job is to find creatures yeah like the first thing is like with the griffin and stuff the wailing woman and all mm-hmm. the yeah and it's so cool because you learn about them and then you learn like what their weaknesses are i didn't even put that on here which is go play witcher Go play it. It's great. They're going to make it into Netflix. What? Oh, wait. I heard about that. And then mm-hmm. the guy who's playing Cavill. everyone's like, I don't know how I feel. Most people are okay, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> but I really did love Witcher, and it's because of things like Troll Hunter, where it's just great that, you know, it exists and that there it, it really delves into the lore um, that was placed there. Like, there's so much to say. Like, I can't even, like... <sighs> No, like where to begin and where to end with all the awesome stuff in our reference to cryptids. There's just so much in our like society and our tales and our stories. Yes. <laughs> so that was Troll Hunter. Do you have more to say about Troll Hunter? I just really liked it. I thought it was gonna be dumb, and I'm like, I could have been in that camera crew. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad with the shaky cam. Yeah, like, it was just good. Yeah. I expected it to be significantly worse. I was just happy about it. Yeah. I really love the justification that once their one camera guy dies, spoilers, sorry, um, and his camera's broken, they get, like, a new camera person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just, like, to justify, like, yeah, this is going to have a, they're going to have a camera going still. And mm-hmm. that it's important. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, just as far as found footage goes, this was really amazing for me as a filmmaker. And that they have a part where they're white balancing. Like he's holding up a piece of white paper so they can balance the camera. And they, that's in there. 
Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so dumb to have there, but it was like, that's just an extra touch of like, this is real, mm-hmm. you know? So I really appreciated that. And yeah, they're just definitely go check it out. It's a great film. Um, it's su- like, it sounds really cheesy when you read about it. Yeah. It sounds really dumb and it really wasn't. It was good. He just like, he just took it so seriously that it made it lovable. Like mm-hmm. it made it a really enjoyable experience. Yes. Um, so then we also wanted to talk about until dawn, which we've already talked about previously in episode six. With Jeff. With Jeff, because this is, Until Dawn is a video game. But it also talks about Wendigos. Yes. Uh, So, Until Dawn is a game from 2015. It's great. Play it. Yes. Um, It's one of those, um, like... They're making a sequel, too. I don't know, like, what the actual... Not a sequel, but, like, But, like, the creators. Another one. Yeah, it's one of those, like, where it's a decision-based game. Um... So, set in Western Canada, Until Dawn centers around a group of eight teenagers who decide to have a holiday for a night in a cabin on the fictional Blackwood Mountain exactly one year after the disappearance of two girls, the twin sisters of a member of their group. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Shortly after arriving, the gang finds themselves under attack by a madman and must attempt to survive until sunrise. Throughout the adventures, players alternate between all eight characters making critical decisions as the story advances, which drastically affects the game's outcome, leading to hundreds of different scenarios. So thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there it is said to have over a thousand different endings because just picking up an object can change the entire thing. That t- must have taken so much time. As someone who, like, is does like not anyway kind of minor i do minor game design in like my spare time and it takes me a whole day to like have my character say hi to another character yeah so the fact that there are a thousand different endings that was just like taken so much time it's mind-blowing to me that they had to pay i mean they probably have a team yeah. Like, multiple people who, like, know how to code and stuff and, like, all that stuff. But, like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. To have that many, and it was like, beautiful. alternate endings. Yeah. And it's it was a like great the, game. The, the visuals are really great and, like, the characters look like those actors. Yeah, and I really like, like, the gameplay itself. Yeah. In that, like, it's kind of realistic where if you hit a wrong button, it changed, like, you mess up. Like, yeah, you, you, you die. Yeah. Or someone dies. Or, like, there's, like, a consequence for, like... It's just very human. It was our QTEs. Yeah. Quick... Quick time events. Quick time events. Yeah. Jeff But I just us. thought they, like, really made the game more of an enriching experience. Yeah. Because, yeah, when you're, your actions are weighted that heavily, it makes you really concentrate and decide and choose. Yeah. Because you want... Do you want them to survive? Or well, most of them. Yeah. Some well, of them can die. die. Emily? Yeah. She can die. Well, so I mean, it's it's a big spoiler, um, because spoiler alert, everyone. Spoilers to like the end of this episode. uh, That the it's it's not like a villain. There's not like a serial killer. There's someone crazy, but there are Wendigos or Wendigos, Mm -hmm. which are these creatures that come from um, lore. And in this case, the story is that 
if you commit an act of cannibalism in these mountains that you become those and so these like miners got trapped and then they ate each other mm-hmm. and then a bunch of them became wendigos yeah and they're going around doing cannibalism yeah and murder eating people yeah, yeah they're monsters because it turns you into a monster because that's what you are for eating people yeah you shouldn't Donor cannibalize party. people don't don't eat humans <laughs> don't probably there's a lot of things that say don't do it so yeah don't do it it's gross yeah like that guy who fed his friends his foot why i don't know this is the world we live in it's so weird <laughs> um fun fact larry fessenden who plays the flamethrower guy mm-hmm. or the mysterious man or whatever you want to call him uh he's actually directed two movies about when when it goes Fun. Uh, one called The Last Winter in 2006 and Wendigo 2001. Um, and his character in Until Dawn. So he's like Troll Hunter. Hunts and contains uh, Wendigos. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, he's like the Troll Hunter guy, but he also like made movies about them. That's such an intense job. Mm hmm. That's great. Yeah. Like so, you can't ever stop. That's just like your life now. Well, I feel like with the one at the Blackwood Mountain, like. There can only be so many. Yeah, that's true. With the trolls one, it's like, that's an entire... Like, species. Yeah, there's, like, a bunch of them, and they keep reproducing. But I don't think the Wendigos reproduce. Yeah, no, it's just like, oh, cannibalism happened. Now I'm a demon. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So you just gotta kill all the demons. Just kill those ones. It's just hard. Yeah, because they're, like, monsters. They're really hard to kill. I don't even remember how you killed them. I don't know. It was scary. It was a scary time. It's a great game. Because if you kill them... Everyone play this game. Oh, you know what? Because I remember, because if you kill them, then their soul went someone else. Mm Mm-hmm. Or just, like, trapped and went somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're not really killing them. Yeah. Mm Hmm. I'd have to learn more. So his whole thing is containing them, not killing them. Yeah. But, yeah. He just, like, keeps them in a place. Um, And then we also... Did you have anything else about that? No, you're good. Just li- yeah, just listen to episode number six. Also play the game. Yeah, play the game and then listen to our experience playing the game more in your face. Because Jeff is great. Listen to his voice. Yeah, he's in our basement. Um, we also watched an episode of X-Files because this just makes sense because they always have their Monster of the Week mm-hmm. episodes and they're really scary and they do a good job of like having like this crazy scientific Reason, but it's and then always also aliens. a crazy, like supernatural explanation. Yeah, Scully so comes goofy. up with the greatest stuff, and she's always like, she just looks a monster in the eye and is like, "You have rabies." And it's like that—that that was a werewolf. You saw a man turn into a wolf, Scully. What are you? You Why have been abdu- you, so you have been abducted so many times. Yeah, and how are you? Like I just slept for a long time. That wasn't space. I wasn't impregnated. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I think that's what happened. I stopped watching. But <laughs> there's an episode we watched, which was uh, from season four, uh, episode something, 11, I think, uh, in 1997. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. It's called El Mundo Gira. Yes. It is about desperate illegal immigrants that dub... Or a desperate illegal immigrant dubbed El Chupacabra, uh, who can't speak any English, becomes patient zero for a possibly alien infection and goes on the run from INS, the FBI, and his own brother, who blames him for the death of his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. Maria. Yes. Because the 
Chupa Maria. Chupa Maria. Is here. Yes. <laughs> Two Kill men, him. one woman. Big trouble. <laughs> so it's kept saying, I kept saying that. Yes, yes. It yes. was it wasn't it was an interesting episode in the way that X Files is interesting. You have these crazy circumstances. And yes. they're done in the, the silliest, hokiest way. Mm-hmm. With their special effects. And then the aliens were there, which the is even so better. Hokey. Oh my God, they were hilarious. Remember, this was 1997. I understand. But it was like so goofy when they all just like, spoilers, strolled out. Yeah, there was like no. Oh, well, I heard that you think a chupacabra's here, so we're all going to come say hi. And then she was like, oh, there's chupacabras. They're taking they chupa- him. Yeah, like, it was a whole thing. And she, they didn't. Because they just kept leaving, and then they didn't affect any more people. I don't know. It was very confusing. Either way, they went to Mexico. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> I think it's an interesting thing. I really enjoyed that there's a line from Scully where she's like, usually the aliens are the villains, and in this case, the aliens are the victims. Because mm-hmm. it was in reference to yeah. um, illegal immigrants. Yes. Which is pretty relevant in today's society. Yes. Talking about, you know, ice and such. Awful so, things. Yeah. That Awful things. Day. Did you yeah. Know? But it also, I think, really explains... So for me, this episode really helps with Chupacabra in that it really highlights some of the problems in some Latin communities and that this, like, misunderstanding with, like, disease Mm. and, like, mental illness and other things and that, like, he is, he does have this, like, infection. He's, like, the typhoid Mary of this weird fungus. Mm -hmm. And so he's infecting people, but instead of being, like, okay, you need to be quarantined and we need to fix this, they're just, like, Chupacabra! And they're just, like, so intent in this age-old belief. Yeah, they made it, like, more mystical than it is. Yeah, than like scientific. Yeah. And that's kind of just, like, how that works sometimes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that, you know, people aren't getting, like, like help or... I mean, people are getting better about it, but it is, like, a, a problem mm-hmm. in the Latin community of just, like, kind of brushing off real issues like that, like, medical and scientific stuff to just be, like, oh, no, you can, like pray it away or like this is a omen you -hmm. know instead of like no i just (laughs) the the rain had fungus in it and it got into me and it ate maria and i was immune somehow and now i'm infecting everyone yeah and now i look like a weird alien man yeah and then i can go around yeah, we just have this weird strain. So it was like really cool, and I mean that's kind of like what it is about cryptids and urban legends is that they're trying mm-hmm. to tell you something, they're trying to warn you about something, and they're trying to keep people in line. In this specific case, don't have feelings for your brother's girlfriend. Yep, that was the lesson I got. Dos hombres, un mujer, mucho problema. Very bad at Spanish. I don't know. It's probably right. I don't know much of it. Mas problema. Problema. (laughs) (laughs) Dos hombres. Un mujer. Oh, dear God. Mas. Gabe. Mas problema. Cut your tongue out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Mom, are you proud of me? No. Um, You could do better. You said it normal the first five times. I did. And now I'm I'm under fire. 
So those are the things we watched, and they were cool. We did. It was all tonight. We did all of that tonight. That all happened Except this Except Until Dawn. Oh, yeah, Until Dawn. That's been a time. We've, we've already experienced that. Yeah. It was a great time, though. Definitely do that. And also read Lumberjanes and Harrow County, which at some point I'm going to talk about, um, also has some monsters in there. Nice. It's Chupa Maria. Yes, yes. And if you don't like it, it's wake, wake me up before your window go. go. Oh. <laughs> Can't even say it. Got me hanging on like a yo-yo. Wake me with your bones up and blood. Before your window go go. Yeah, we're great at it. Yeah. We need to have a record deal for that song. We can have like a kids bop, <laughs> but for us, us, ghouls bop, and it's just Where featuring songs where we just do terrible parodies of them. Yes. So, for it. if you like cryptids, just in general. Yeah. Chupa Maria. Yeah, Chupa Maria. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I how like them. Not? They're fun. Yeah. There's so many, too. Yeah. So, like, even if you're not like about one, there's like eight other choices. Well, there's more than eight, but there's, like, you know, (laughs) lots of other options to come choose from. Every culture has one. There's also, like, a, um, so in something, The Wilderness, which is one of the Mystery Science Theater 3000, Mm -hmm. in the newer season, there's an episode, which is something in The Wilderness, which is about Bigfoot. It's Mm -hmm. really good. But one of their, like, parts in the middle is they have, like, this little song, which I'm going to try to put on, like, our blog, but it's, like, how every, like, all these different countries and cultures, like, everyone has a cryptid. Yeah. Like, everyone has one. It's mm-hmm. just, like, like Japan has a bunch, all, but, and they're all, like, stemmed from, like, the, like, the situations there. Like, when you yeah. think about, like, Godzilla and stuff, like, that has a point. And, like, the Chupacabra has a point. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's really interesting as, like, as humans, the ways we try to rationalize traumatic events. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really fascinating. Yeah. Why can't it just be an animal? Why can't it just be an animal that did a thing? Yeah. Or a person. Why can't it just be a person did a thing? Yeah. It's like, no, it must have been some evil creature. It it's just be. really interesting. Yeah, like, it's it's really fascinating the way the human psyche is like, we need to rationalize this. Yeah. With something irrational. Yes. Like, we're going to decide that this thing did the thing with, like, the most irrational version of that. So yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm a, a fan. You're Chupa Maria. Chupa Maria. What about you, Gabe? Chupa Maria. Yeah. She remind me of a West Side Story. Yep. Yep. That's cool. how I feel about it. Yeah. In summation, that's nice. how I feel about cryptids. No, I think, yeah, I think it's all cool. Um, I think it's really interesting that some of them are, are similar. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like 
there's overlap for sure. Yeah. So it's like, what is that about? Or like, I still kind of, I wish someone would explain to me what the Mothman prophecies are about. Um, cause that looks weird. I've heard of that. Yeah. Someone tell us about it. Write us in. Like or just a movie or like a show that talks about it for a minute. Yeah. Well, there's a movie called Mothman prophecies. Yes. Um, so I've seen that. Yes. No, I'm not going <laughs> But for the films and the other things, so I think, yeah, I mean, I, I love X-Files as silly as it is. Oh, I for just sure. enjoy it for what it Classic. is. Uh, Until Dawn, just an amazing game. 100%, yeah. Definitely. And it's something you can play more than once. Mm-hmm. Even when so you many know different it. endings. Yeah. Even when you know what's up. Yeah, it's still good. Super, and it's also fun to watch other people because oh, you're I like, love watching other people. <laughs> you can just like, especially Jeff, be a back he cared seat, so back much. Seat person. Yeah, like he really tried to like keep the characters to like their. It was he was fun. Yeah, he had a lot of opinions about mm-hmm. it. Um, he felt very strongly and he felt very cheated. Uh, <laughs> it was really good. And then Trollhunters was phenomenal. Ugh. Well, don't get married. They'll eat your kids and then they'll become a Wendigo. Yeah, cannibalism is bad. It is bad. Especially when it's your own kids. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about Mothman Prophecies and what your favorite cryptids are. And don't forget to rate and comment on iTunes. Yeah. Because unfortunately, that's the only way that things get done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on Ever iTunes. Life. Just we just, yeah, no we just need it. a little more attention and we're not getting it. And we put a lot of work in here. So Give it our needy. Help us out. Tell us how we great we are. We love our egos to be stroked. Do it. Also, the cats like it too. Yeah, they love it because we are loving them when it happens. Yeah. We're just like, kid, oh my god, we got any comment on iTunes. We're petting you a bunch as a reward. So if you want our pets to feel love more than they already do feel love excessively all the time. If you want us to love you, do it. Do it. All right, well, don't get married to your kids. Yeah, don't do that. Bye. Um, Okay. Bye. So, thank you so much for listening to us, but also listen to our friends say words to your ears. Yeah, believe it or not, we know some people who know some things, and they have some stuff to tell you, and here it is. Yeah. So, enjoy. Thanks. (laughs) Again, also, love you. Okay, bye. It's Breaking Mayberry, starring Martin Schneider and little Danny Ludwig. Also featuring The Andy Griffith Show. Hi everybody, I'm Marty. I'm Dan. We're the hosts of Breaking Mayberry, a podcast dedicated to the show that TBS airs when the Atlanta Braves have a rain delay. I know what you're thinking. Why should I care about the show that my grandparents fall asleep to? The answer? It's Buck Wild. Topics discussed on this show include beauty contests, child abduction, voter suppression, the finer points of cutting hair, the plays of Shakespeare, Praised shotgun-wielding hillbillies. Gun control. No, we're serious about that. Literal gun control. Roving bands of gossiping old women. All of this and more happens on The Andy Griffith Show and is talked about by us with special guests. Do you want to hear these events described and then yelled about? So listen to us on Breaking Mayberry. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.